Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Golf Show, right here on 93.7 The Fan. I am Mike Dodorich. I'm your host. Um, I guess the question of the morning to start is, have you come down from the high of the Masters? Or did you not get a high from the Masters? It was certainly different, wasn't it? Um, No crowd noise. No lightning-fast greens. No bouncing rolls. And rough, actually, at the Masters. Wet fairways. It just wasn't the same. And... Nobody really could have expected it to be the same because we're in a different time of year. Um, The weather is different. Um, I don't know. It was great that we had a Masters. You know, we could have easily um, lost this major uh, like we did the um, um, British Open. And we'd have had... You know, only one major, the PGA Championship. And we also had the U.S. Open as well. But they they rearranged the schedule like they had to, and we had a Masters. Here are some thoughts um, that, that I had um, coming out of the Masters. And I, I have to tell you, um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good stuff. It was interesting to see how the players adjusted or at least tried to adjust to the change in conditions, um, the change in in um, the weather each day. You know, it was. They thought at first it might be like a typical. Um, Masters week, but it wasn't. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, it, No, it wasn't exactly like everybody remembers it, but 
yes, it was it was the Masters. It was it was a great event. And um, having said that, I can't wait for April when it gets back to its normal time on the schedule, and we go back to seeing what we've been used to seeing. First thought is this. The drone or drones has got to stay. I don't know what you thought about the shots that they provided, um, but (laughs) I thought they were spectacular. We saw places on that property that we had never seen before, Uh, especially the cabins that are um, situated in that, um, um, like, back corner of the property. Um, You never see those from the the ground cameras. Um, And, you know, I suppose the masters would have been just fine with nobody ever seeing those, those cabins. But... This was um, this was really cool, and I hate to sound like a um, a, a um, uh, bubbly youngster because those days are passed me by. But the the different perspective was to me amazing, and I know Augusta National doesn't like change. They're very protective of what they have. They're very protective of their golf club, but I think this is something that's got to become part of every Masters telecast from from here on as long as it's played. Um, yes, it's a new innovation. Yes, uh, it's not what we're, what we're used to, to uh, seeing, but boy, it was fun. Uh, and I, I hoped you enjoyed it uh, as much as I did. And, and yeah, this was um, this was really different because of the non-atmosphere. I like to call it. It was quiet, deathly quiet. And kudos to the Masters for not falling into that unfortunate, I'll call it, um, practice that football teams and baseball teams have fallen into with piping noise in um, to provide something. To me, it doesn't provide anything. It just It's just some strange noise in the background. That's not Augusta. The Masters is... Um, the roars of the crowd, the, the, the gathering of people um, throughout the golf course, um, none of which we could see, and that's okay. If that's the way it had to be, so be it. Then don't try to, to junk it up by, by adding noise. And I don't know that that was ever considered. Um, I hope not. Um, but it was good the way it was. Let's talk about um, 
the TV viewership. And this may surprise you or may not. Um, like pretty much every sport that's played from the start of the pandemic, the Masters TV ratings took a massive hit. Um, they dropped 51%, and it's the lowest rating at Augusta since 1957 and the least watched on record uh, back to 1995. 51%. Now, why? Well, I think it's <clears throat> pretty evident why and it's pretty evident why the Masters is played in, in April. Um, they don't go up against football. And this was a, a big football weekend. And it was one of those you know occasions where they, they knew they were going to take a hit and were willing to take the hit as but they were willing to take it knowing that they were going to be able to have a tournament or tournament, as they call it down there. The World Series, the NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup Finals, the U.S. Open, and the Triple Crown, Triple Crown all took big hits in their ratings. Now, that, that has nothing to do with going up against anything. I think it's just more of a, of a societal thing where um, with everything else that's going on, people just haven't been watching sports like they had in the past. And that's kind of funny because sports was expected to give – uh, fans and not necessarily fans, but curious people, something to watch and something to take their mind off all the other bad stuff that's going on in the world. But it hasn't worked out this way. And um, I don't think there will be great angst in Augusta. CBS may not be crazy about it, but who knows what kind of deal they worked out with their sponsors um, because they know that once once they get back to April, um, the 2021 Masters will be, you know, greatly watched. Um, it'll be played around the, the, the final four and things will get back to normal, we hope. But those were pretty stunning numbers. Um, but that's, that's life as we know it today. How about our champion? Well, Dustin Johnson, as you know, um, finished with uh, 
an unbelievable score of minus 20. Nobody had ever done that before. He t- <laughs> and this, this is kind of funny. This is a, like a little spin-off thing, but he took home with him one green jacket that he'll have to return in April, one sterling silver replica clubhouse trophy, one gold medal, three crystal vases for having the low score in the first, third, and fourth rounds, and four crystal highball glasses for a pair of eagles on number two. He'd have to have that shipped, I would think. That tells you a little bit about how dominant he was. And, hey, he was the number one player in the world coming in. And, you know, it's not surprising, but he's not the, he's not the first number one player in the world to come into the tournament and not win. He made all the shots. He set a record for the fewest bogeys in the tournament, four. And those came on back-to-back holes on the front nine. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you look at these things and it's, it's, um, uh, it's startling what, what he did. He's the he's the current number one, and he will no doubt be the number one player when um, when the season starts again, quote unquote. Certainly, when they get to Augusta in April, he'll be the number one player. Um, but while 2020. You know, has been a pretty awful year for you know everybody in all kinds of different ways. Um, you know, it hasn't been been a um, particularly bad year for Johnson. He said, "I know 2020 was a really strange year, but it's been good to me." And to put it in a, even a little more perspective, think about this. He, three weeks before he won the Masters, he was in a hotel in self-isolation in Las Vegas after being diagnosed with the coronavirus. And he went out and took 268 strokes to get through four rounds at Augusta National. I would say he's a very worthy champion. And I go back to something that I've said before, and I think it's worthy of saying again, um, this was very, very impressive what he did. And it probably has more significance because of what all is going on today 
but the performance he had at Oakmont in 2016 still ranks right up there in my book. For him to have to play that final round, or at least most of it, under the threat of a suspension, or not suspension, but uh, penalty shots because of his ball moving on a green, and for him to play as well as he did the rest of that round was pretty darn remarkable too. But <laughs> I've seen, like longtime golf fans all over the place, have seen great shots hit by any number of players. But the drive and the six iron that he hit on 18 were two of the best shots I've ever seen. That six iron was a missile. And it never left its target. And it landed, I can't remember now, six feet, eight feet from the pin. And if memory serves correctly, I believe he made that for birdie. That was darn impressive. So, I mean, that can be debated, I suppose, but that's my take. Um, uh, he's a good player. There's no doubt about it. Worthy champion. And he will be favored, no doubt, to repeat in April. And I thought it was funny. I went looking and I, I found the odds for the Masters in April. And Johnson is an 8-1 to one favorite to win the 85th Masters. Nothing shocking about that. He won by five shots this year. He's only a slight favorite over... Bryson DeChambeau, the guy who um, declared that Augusta National was a par 67 course in his mind. He didn't quite make par. He finished tied for 34th. And <laughs> Dustin Johnson averaged 67 each of his four rounds, just for the record. Um Tiger Woods, who you always have to mention, even though I think he's getting further and further from serious conversations about being a contender in these majors. Uh, he's listed at 30 to 1. Uh, and the rest of the odds... Um, at least at the top of the board, have a lot of, you know, the the familiar faces. Roy McElroy and John Rahm are ten to one. Justin Thomas is eleven to one. Brooks Kepka fifteen to one. Uh, Xander Schauffele and Patrick Cantlay twenty to one. Um, you know, etc. 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 These other guys that are listed like uh, 70 to 1, Matt Fitzpatrick, Ricky, Fer Ricky Fowler, 
Sergio Garcia and Shane Lowry, you know, they're just on there because they're on there. Um, I think we're living in Dustin's world, and and we better get used to it. Uh, he seems to have found something, and it's working very nicely. And um, one of these days I'll tell you a story about him. Um, had a one-on-one uh, -on -one with him uh, a few years ago, and it was it was interesting. He's he's a different kind of guy, but he is your Masters champion. As you saw, he was very emotional after winning, and um, this meant a lot to him, as it does to every everyone who's ever um, won back to back. Uh, and doing that is very rare. There are only three players who have ever won back-to-back -back Masters. You will recognize their names. Jack Nicklaus, Nick Faldo, and Tiger Woods. And Woods was the most recent. Uh, he won it in 2001-2002 at the height of his dominance. So, there's a goal for... Johnson right off the top of the season. So uh, it will be interesting as, as we bring the 2020 season to a close and the anticipation for uh, the two thir 2021 Masters will get cranked up early, uh, I'm sure, assuming that we keep along our, our path and are able to continue to play golf. So that's uh, my take on uh, the Masters. Um, we're going to uh, welcome our first guest after this break, and um, uh, Bob Herrig will offer his perspective on on um, the Masters and the year, and um, we'll do that right after this break. You're listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. 